Records of the Unknown, Operation Convergence, involve story elements that some may find disturbing, including violence, psychological horror, and depictions of suicide. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to an Atomic Broadcasting production. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the feature presentation. And remember, do your part, such as like, comment, rate, and don't forget to tell a friend to tune in for an Atomic Time. Agents Green and Olive covertly obtained keys to the motel room, where they had seen someone watching them. Upon entrance to the room, they discovered a gaunt, gray-skinned woman they believed to be Jane Allen. She was pregnant. Meanwhile, Agents Gray and Teal unsuccessfully attempted to evade the TV show crew of Phenomenex, which was filming in the area. When they made their way to Town Hall, they were unable to speak to the Alderman or view the records room without an appointment. At this point, they contacted their handler to request a warrant for information on missing persons cases in the area and local taxes. At this time, he informed the agents that the boy had tried to escape and was killed in the attempt. Additionally, that they should expect a drop-off the next morning with a way to test the Groversville area for contaminants and suggested quarantine procedures may be needed. Cowardice, an ugly word attributed to many undeserving of the title. A natural reaction to the unknown, to consequence, to failure, is to run, to flee from the situation so you may forget. But when facing the horrors faced in the program, you do not get to forget. What is seen can never be forgotten, and if you can survive, it's because you have learned to live with that knowledge, however unhealthy a choice you've made to survive. When faced with the evil magnificence of the threats that face reality, fleeing is often the only means of your body's survival, though your mind may not be as safe knowing what you may have had to do to survive. September 13th, 1996, you guys stand outside of a room, pitch black, with a little bit of light coming through, with the woman in the fetal position with grayish skin, gaunt, Looks like she might be starved, pregnant. She looks to be perhaps Jane Allen. When you see her in that state, can you both roll sanity checks? I got a 51 over uh, over 49. Okay, Abby, what was yours? I rolled a 10 under 90. Jack? You lose four sanity points. Oh, God. For seeing her in this horrible state. Oh, no. Jack. I'm excited. Can you hear her? She like, kind of turns to you and then starts trying to, like, crawl backwards further away from you. Mm. I think we should probably close the door. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right, so as John Green steps in and 
Jess Olive follows behind. She closes the door behind her. Mm-hmm. And now it's just you two in an almost fully dark room with a pregnant woman. Uh, I don't know what to do. Huh? Who's... Who are you? Who are you? Um, we're here to help. Oh, did you bring the food? I'm so hungry. Uh, are, um, are you by chance Jane Allen? Huh. Yes, yes. Where, where's Scott? What happened? To, what did you do to him? Who are you? Uh, who's I'm Scott? Hungry. Scott, he helped me. He's, he brings me food. I'm so hungry. Uh, we'll, we'll get you food. He hasn't come by for days, please. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm gonna die. Um, do, do you wanna, do you wanna talk to her and I can go get, go to the vending machine? Um, sure. I, yeah, I, <laughs> um, I don't know that I want to be left here alone. Okay, I'll wait. her. Oh, I'll wait. That, yeah, please. We'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get you some food in just, uh, just a second. Hmm. Can, can we ask you some questions? I, 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 who are you? Who are you? Um, we're friends with, of Billy. Billy? Billy oh, no. Spivvy. No. 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 I saw what happened to him. Did you do that to him? No, we didn't, we didn't do anything to him. Do you know what happened to him? He killed his dad. And then he ran. Why did he kill his dad? I don't know. But he said he... He was mis. He, he, everyone. They were talking about how he lost a couple days of time, and I did too. So I thought whatever happened to him might come after me. And I saw Scott asking around town about stuff. And where, where is he? He's supposed to bring me more food. I'm so hungry. It hurts. I think he's left to get you some food. He'll be back in a bit. I need food. The baby is. I'm gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt the baby if I'm who's, not eating. Whose baby is it? It's it's Billy's baby. How long has it been since Billy went on his crusade? Uh, like two weeks now. Two weeks is when he first disappeared. Huh. She looks to be about eight months pregnant. Jeez. Yeah. Um. And if you take a little... You can't see, but you can smell. It does not smell good in here. Um, I'm going to take Olive a bit to the side and kind of whisper, do you think we should leave and close the door and go get her food? Maybe. It may help her, like, cognitively. That's what I'm kind of hoping. You're not supposed to be in here. Scott said no one else would come in here. I'm, I'm sorry. Um... We're gonna we're gonna go get you something to eat, okay? Does that sound okay? I guess so. Who who are you? Who are you people? And it looks like she's trying to like grab something to maybe defend or throw at you, but she like can't really lift anything. Mm. We're medical professionals. You doctors? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm Doctor Green. Um, and I'll come get you some food in just a little bit. If you wouldn't mind just staying here, and okay. we'll be right back with what's your favorite food? Do you like burritos? Just so hungry, I'll eat anything. So are you both stepping out? Yeah, I don't know that I want to be alone with pregnant alien woman. What in the world? Okay, um, 
uh, the, the, so the door's closed. We're walking a little bit away. Um, Miss Allen didn't mention that her child was pregnant. She was pretty. She was pretty neglectful, right? Her mom. Yeah. Yes. Did not. She was not involved in Jane's life. You would think that this would be. Should maybe mention it. I. F- I feel like it would be obvious. She's very far along. Yeah, and I feel like she'd be a lot more concerned if her pregnant daughter went missing. For yeah, but. Nancy wasn't all there either. It's true. There's something going on. Maybe the lights. Um, I think we should, I guess we gotta go fast to get food? Because I, I feel like if we don't get her food, she, I feel like the conversation will go a lot easier if we come in, like, good terms of providing food. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna go get food before we check out the other room then? Is that what you want to do? I feel like we should get food, because he's been holed in there for days, right? Yeah. So... Unless he heard us go into her room? Which he might... If he did, I would imagine he would come out and see what was going on. Well, if you want, one of us can go... You can go get food, and I'll keep an eye on the on the doors. Olive, while you're out getting food, can you roll oh. a power check for me? Just roll your power skill. Can you remind me what the power skill is used for? Power is an attribute that is attributed to your sanity, your sense of self, and your like magical power and such. Gotcha. It's a pretty good roll. Um, that would be a 13 under 90. Ooh, oh, geez. Under 90? She's very strong-willed. Wow. Okay. I'm not. Um, everywhere you go, you feel like you're being watched like directly. <laughs> okay. And there's like a fair amount of people walking around town. You're not really catching anyone in particular looking at you, but it just it's a feeling that you are being watched. I don't like that. Don't worry, it's just alien babies. About maybe 30 minutes pass and Olive is back with a bunch of food. And the two of you go back to the room. Okay, um... Do you think we should check on his room first or just go into hers with the food? Let's just give her her food because I don't want to carry this around. Okay, let's go into her room and we'll just... I told her that we were doctors. Do you think that was fine? Sure, she doesn't know any better. Okay, sure. I I mean, I am working on my doctorate, but it's not a medical degree. So you guys walk back into the room and you put the food down for her? Here you go, Jane. And she just starts grabbing as much as she can and just eating. Slow down. You don't wanna you don't wanna make yourself sick if it's been a while since you've eaten. I'm so hungry. You just gotta I know, I know, you just gotta And she's just eating really fast. Just gotta pace yourself. I don't wanna touch you. Does her limbs look unnatural? No, they look like someone hasn't eaten in like a month. She hasn't been gone that long. Mm-mm. I'm going to grab a bucket for puking and for defending. Are you going out of the dark room to find a bucket? Or are you looking for a bucket in the dark room? I'm... Co- oh, shoot. It's pitch black in here, isn't there? There's just a little bit of light coming through. Unless you turn on a light. I, I feel like if we turn on the light, it's gonna startle her. I feel like it's dark for a reason. I feel like it is dark for a reason, but I really want to turn on the light. I'm going to try and just feel around for the bathroom. See if there's like a bucket, like you know, like, like a trash can, or like a, a trash can would like work, a, or like a mop bucket. Shall I tell you the unfortunateness of this room? 
There's no bathroom. Well, their bathrooms are public outside the hallway. Oh, gosh, this is a... That is there sense. at least a tiny trash can in the room somewhere? Um, could you make a search check? Check. Yep. Since you're feeling around in the dark for a trash can. Stumbles over it. 57 over 40. You do not find a trash can. Oh. But you do... Sorry, you don't find a trash can, but you do realize you were stepping over, like, bags and bags and bags of, like, what probably used to have so much food in it. I'm going to gently push on the bag to kind of feel the texture of what's inside. It's like a takeout bag. and then Okay, like you feel like containers. They're, like, empty. They're, like, they're takeout bags. There are, like, grocery store bags, paper bags, plastic bags. I'm going to try all and feel a little bit around to see, like, how many bags can I feel just, like, immediately beside me. As you get, like, more into, like, the deeper part of the room, it starts feeling like it's going, like, there's just bags. It's, like, Jane? up over your ankles of bags. Jane, do you mind if I turn on the light? Um, Scott wanted me to keep it off so no one would know I was here. Oh, well. It's daylight outside. I doubt anyone would know if the, the light was turned on. And the blinds are closed. Um... Okay, sure. I... I'm not going to turn on the light now, and I'll just flip it right now. And I'm going to flip it. Okay, she kind of winces as she has her eyes closed, and you can see her more now. She's not wearing any clothes. She's already starting to look a little healthier, but, like, she's still way too skinny for a person. And and she's just gray with, like, blue vein, blackish veins in her body, mostly blue around the baby. How does her eyes look? Scared, but normal. They look normal? Okay. I mean, di- dilated or whatnot from the light. That makes sense. She definitely, for sure, looks over eight months pregnant. Just as, like, a very clear to you guys. She's probably getting close to birthing in about a month or half a month, you know? Can I ask you a question, Jane? Okay, um, Dr. Dr. Green. Mm-hmm. Yes. How long have you been pregnant? I found out about, um, about three weeks ago. Three weeks? Realizing that she's only been pregnant for, like, three weeks. I need both of you to make sanity checks. I'm disappointed. Yeah? I got a one. A one under 45. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's a critical success. What does that mean in... Even with a critical success? You take the minimum amount. 53. Under 90. Under 90? <laughs> so you both lose one. That's when I found out. I told Billy all about it. We were getting really excited to go to college and maybe start a family and get married. But um, then the stuff happened with Billy. And and before then, I, I lost a couple of days. But then... I went somewhere for about eight hours. I don't remember what happened. And since then, I've been so hungry. And the baby's been getting bigger faster than it should. Well, sometimes things happen at an accelerated rate. Um, I wouldn't, I would just remain calm. Everything's going to be fine. Okay. Okay. Um, Where's Scott? Have you seen Scott? He was supposed to bring me food. He was supposed to bring you food. Could uh, you tell us a little bit about him? Um, he's very nice. He helped me out. He's looking into UFO stuff for his paper. When did you meet him? About a week ago. He was asking questions. My mom asked him some questions, and we got to talking, and I told him what was happening to me, and he said something similar happened to him not long ago, and then he took me here. 
to keep me safe. Similar as in what? He lost some time, too. Okay. I'm so hungry. Did you... Do you have any more food? Um, we can go get you some food in just just a little bit. Okay. We're gonna turn the Has light. Has she already eaten all of it? Yes. Okay. Um, we're gonna turn the light back off. Okay. And we're gonna leave. Okay. And we'll see where Scott is, and we'll get you more food. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank You're you. welcome. That'd be great. And don't tell anyone I'm here. I don't oh, know. No, no, we, we won't. won't. It was great meeting you, Jane. Thank. Thanks. You're a lovely person. All right, you you sit tight, okay? We'll Let's be go back. Let's get Scott. And I'm going to turn off the light. She starts slightly crying as you guys close the door. Uh, Thomas is going to look at Olive's real name. Nell. Nell. Um, this is fascinating. The door's shut, right? We're yeah. in the hall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the door's shut. Fascinating and terrifying. Okay. First off, let's let's go let's go a little bit down the ways and let's lay down what we found. Should we go to our room? Let's just yeah, let's just go to our room. Okay. Let's let's go to our room. I need I need a whiteboard. We don't have a whiteboard. I'm gonna need some paper and a pen. I have my engraved pen. We need to go through them through some details. Gosh, I thought I was on crack. This is this is just the excitement of discovery, my dear. One, don't call me that. Oh, I'm sorry. Two, do you want to check on Scott first or go through our details first? Because I mean, my head's spinning right now, but I think it probably would be a good idea to check on Scott because he could he could be scheduled. He also might be a monster. That is true. So we go across the hall from Jane's room, and I'm going to knock on the door. You knock on the door, and much like Jane's room, you hear nothing. Except it's a little more muffled because there's a towel. I'm going to knock again. Maybe a little louder. Not banging like I did on Jane's door, but maybe a little louder. Same reaction. Okay. Shall I? Yes, but as you unlock it, I'm going to have my hand resting on my pistol. All right. I'm going to unlock the door, and I'm going to slowly open it. Again, it's very dark. You see light kind of coming through. It looks like he's got blankets up over the windows and walls. And it smells bad. Like, like what rancid? Type? Like old food bad? Oh, it's a mixture of a lot of bad things. Like mm. fecal particles? Maybe. some Definitely some um, body odor. Pretty bad. Perhaps some meat. Does it smell like death mm. and decay? Not really. Okay. Not quite not here. Yes. Hi, Scott. I'm your neighbor. Um, are you in here? You can get no response. You guys go into the room? Yeah. Yes. Cautiously. Scott, I was just wanting to talk to you about uh, the smell, because it's been leaking under the walls. As you're stepping into the darkness, you feel like you're stepping on clothes? I am going to lean down and feel the clothes. They feel like clothes. Like a shirt. Do they feel wet? No. Ew. Oh. Well, I was wondering about the the towels. Oh, the pool. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Scott, do you mind if I turn on the light? He may be using the stolen towels in here. From the pool. I don't know what for, but... I have a theory. Okay. 
Do you guys want to close the door as you go further? Yeah. Prevent, um, Clark, the receptionist lady, from seeing that there's a door open. Yeah. And snooping. Um, you hear no response from Scott. Scott, are you dead? I'm going to turn on the light. This feels like a bad idea, but I really God, like no. so as I'm you, going to draw my firearm. As you flip the switch, the light does not come on. Oh. Well, fiddlesticks. Oh, gosh. I'm going to put my back against the wall, and I'm going to slowly shuffle. And how I'm going to do it is I'm going to take the trash bags and then shift them in front of me. So I'm slowly creating a barrier of garbage. <laughs> As you're getting to the corner, there's you feel like you're stepping over like a pile of clothes. Why is there so much clothes? I don't like this at all. Do you think we should maybe get the others and wait for them? We may want... Can I get alertness checks for oh, both of you? No, you cannot! <gasps> Five under twenty. Twenty-six under fifty. You guys hear a click. What kind of click? The front door locked. No, no, it didn't. And you guys hear a flash from the bathroom? Um, I am going to rip down the blanket. You rip down the blanket, and in this room, you see once again a big old mess. Stuff scattered everywhere, takeout containers everywhere. In that corner, a bunch of clothes are just chucked into it. On the bed, a bunch of neatly folded clothes. And a laptop, a Macintosh. Ooh, I'm going to pull out my gun. Um, did you lock the door? No. And the bathroom door is ajar. Um, I I really want to shatter a window. I'd like to leave now. (laughs) I have the key. I'm going to shuffle back over to the door. Just open the window and jump out the freaking window. Well, I wasn't sure if it was the type... Is it the type of windows that can open, or is it ones that are just like... It's just a pane of glass. They're supposed to open. Okay. I will say, as you got to the window, and you're here, and you realize in the room, you do smell a particularly strong smell coming from the bathroom. I'm going to try to open the window. The smell... It smells like a dead body. I think there's a dead person in that room. I asked if it smelled like death and decay. Further in the room, it does. I'm going to open the window. You pull to open it and unlock it. It does not open. I want to shoot it, but I'm going to shuffle back to the door. Do you you know how doors door locks work, right? Depends on the type of lock. What kind of lock is it? Is it one that we can easily unlock from this side? Is it like a normal door lock where yeah. one side there's a key and the other side there's the actual yeah. mechanism? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to unlock the yeah, door. Unlock the door. All right. And leave. You unlock the door and you start to open the door and it feels like it's pushing against something. Oh, shit. Oh, does the, the door, door open into the hall? Yes, into oh. the hall. I think there's something in the hall. Should I break a window? Can I can I make a check to push against it? Uh, yeah, I think um, athletics. My athletics is fifty. Yep, make a check against athletics, please. Twenty-seven. Woohoo! You push really hard. As you push it, it starts to open, and you hear like wood snapping. As you see, a wooden chair was pushed against the door handle. What? So someone tried to keep us in here? Looks like it. Scott, probably. I'm going to peek in the bathroom. Um, in the bathroom. With the door open? You see that the bathtub is full. 
and it is red. The water. It's it is, that's the not water, water is red. Mm. In the bathtub, you see a body. His arms are kind of hanging out of the bathtub with large lacerations across his wrists. Oh my god. His blood is filling the bathtub as well as the floor. On the bright side, if he was mutating, he is dead. Assuming he doesn't come back to life. That's true. Can, uh, you, get can you roll a sanity check? Jack? Yes, please. 48 over 45. As Olive opens the door forcefully and sees a broken chair and green, you see the dead body and lose three sanity points. <laughs> I'm at 41 over 40. Bud. The camera holds on Scott's dead body and looks into the water. And then we cut away to, to the next group. Ah. So you guys hop in your car, drive over from town hall to the sheriff's station. Looks like most of the deputies are out right now. Go figure. It's about three o'clock. And you guys are able to head right into the sheriff. Sheriff's name is Dan Oakley. Dan Oakley. I'm going to get a snack from the vending machine. So you guys walk up to his office. Teal's eating like some beef jerky. He's like, oh, I was going to actually go looking for you boys. I got your reports right here. Uh, perfect. Uh, what do they say? I, I, I just kind of start glancing uh, a little bit. It's the missing people's reports. Ah. So over the, from like the last two years, it seems to be it picks up a bit as it goes, but none at a quick glance, you're not seeing any extended, extended periods. What about age? Various. Various, okay. From your brief glancing right now, there doesn't seem to be any sort of favorite age. And when you say it picks up, you mean as the years go on, it becomes more frequent? Yeah, like a little bit more. Like, there's more reports frequently. Ah. Uh, how, like, when does that start picking up? Um, you'll need to spend some more time actually looking through these reports. I appreciate it, Sheriff. Um, we'll, uh, we'll take a look at these reports and... See if we can find a pattern, but... Yep. I didn't really seem like there was much, but maybe you'll figure something out that I didn't. Ah, just gathering that information, as you know. Speaking of information, uh, did you uh, happen to go talk to uh, Jane Allen uh, after that incident with Billy? Well... Not not Jane, uh, her mother. Nancy? Nancy. Oh, um, yeah, some of the boys went up and asked her some questions. Some of the boys did? Okay, yeah. that, that explains that. We We had a chat with her, too, and she mentioned that she knew about some of the stuff but yeah i imagine it was in one of your reports right um well she mentioned that she knew about it knew about what uh billy what happened stuff that happened with billy oh well some stuff about billy's gotten out and around but uh well she hadn't left the house in two weeks she said well they might have brought something up while they were asking her some stuff okay well I, i'm not i'm not accusing i'm well, just i'm not too sure honestly yeah. I understand uh, Jane's been missing. Was that? Did I remember that right, Teal? Yeah, I'm sure it's in there. But yeah, Jane uh, went missing a, a few times, and she didn't. Well, she didn't rightly seem too worried about it, there, which is weird. There haven't been any reports about Jane missing right now. Last time was a couple weeks ago. She was gone for that day. That day, she, apparently, she's been missing for a couple days now. Well, she has. Nancy hasn't said anything to us about this one. Maybe she's out of town. She she said something about the last one. Yeah, about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago for that one day? Yeah, she brought it up. She came down to the office 
I mean, Jane was only gone about eight hours. I don't know why Nancy was too concerned. So, uh, she, uh, so let's get this right here. Uh, Jane went missing a couple weeks ago, was it? A day? About eight hours? And, and, and Nancy was worried about it? Came down and actually, you know, asked for a search party or something? Um, yeah. That was what happened. Hmm. Interesting. I think so, too. She not normally do that? Or she normally a, a, an anxious person? Comes and goes. Really? She tries to be relaxed Relax. about things, but she's a mother. She worries. As all mothers do, um, I'm just going to be frank with you here, Sheriff. She didn't seem to care too much about her daughter being gone hmm. whatsoever, so it's a little... We're we're just a little confused that she would come to you after eight hours of her missing when she's been gone for a couple of days now and she hasn't said a thing. Hmm. Hey, did she know why she left this time? Maybe she went no. off to one of those conferences she, again. Uh, she did not know at all. Huh. That's kind of weird. Uh, that's 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 why we're kind of. Well, I mean, we could only do as much as we can. If she's not reporting anything, then... Uh, oh, oh not, no, no. We're not no, We're not blaming no. you, Sheriff. It's just some things are not adding up. You understand? I guess so. We were just hoping since you're the Sheriff of the town that you you know you're, you're, you know these people a little more intimately than we do. You're with them every day. So we were hoping maybe you can shed some light onto why this would be the case. Why she wouldn't care about her daughter being gone? For two days. Yeah, two days? When earlier she would... I don't know. Some days she's a little more relaxed about this sort of stuff. Other days she's. Can I get a little more? An insight check on him. I, I would like uh, actually human intelligence. Human yeah, intelligence. Human yeah. intelligence. That would be eighty for me. Sixty for me. He genuinely just like I don't really like because right now he's giving off the vibe of like I don't really care about what you guys are talking about. He, he does definitely feel a little more dismissive about this. He does, in general, seem a little different than he did yesterday. Does he seem like Nancy did, like he's kind of on something? Not to that extent. He just seems a little different. Cagey? Like not wanting to share as much information, or...? He's a little less assertive about information. Ah. What do you mean by less assertive? He's not inserting as much of his opinions about things. But he's also been getting you guys' missing people's reports last day. That he already was kind of dismissive of before. Uh, another thing, real fast, here. You didn't have a run-in with those uh, television people recently, did you? Oh, like I said before, I've run into them a couple times. Not in the last, not since you've been here, but they were just driving like crazy. We almost ran into them because they drove right in front of us. Figured you might as well keep a lookout on it. Oh, it's um, not our purview, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll keep an eye. Must. Deputies must not have been around. Uh, no, it's no fault of your sheriff. It's just letting you know, you know. I, I understand uh, tax season and everything, right? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mayor often leave town for tax season? We, we were just by the uh, town every, hall. Every time. Every time? He goes out of town to Florida. The last mayor do that too, or? No, just this guy. Last three years of his, he's been our mayor for like, Seven years. How long you guys been doing uh, tax season at this time? Just curious, you know. That's just always been at this. It's always been this time here in Grover County. Always been. Always mm-hmm. been getting this kind of hectic. Yeah, the city hall's always a flutter with things to do around this time. Um, but things stay about the same as they do for us. 
you know, just working. Uh, we we tried to uh, we we set up appointment to meet with uh, Thomas, uh, one of the aldermen, I believe. Oh, uh, that's uh, Thomas Allen, right? Yeah, Thomas Allen. Yep. Yeah, uh, good appointments are helpful. Yeah, uh, hard to see this time of year. Do you think you can? What what you've already done for us is great, and I don't want to overstep our professional relationship here, but we were hoping to get a look into the town hall records, look up some old files and whatnot, see if we can't get any clues in there, but he, uh, the, uh... Intern, uh, what was his name? Mr. Thomas, Regina Thomas. Oh, yeah, Reggie. 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 He was giving us some issues there. Is there any way you can bypass... Uh, him for us and give us access to the hall of records. You being the sheriff and all. I mean, you can be there if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Or have a deputy with. Nah. Us. I think. Yeah. Thanks for a minute. You guys made an appointment. We we did made an appointment with Reggie tomorrow as well, but I, honestly, it'd be easier to get there. I don't know. It's just it was just kind of weird that you know, what what could be in your records that we have to get an appointment by, uh, intern. With an, and I'm sure you understand. With an investigation, you know you need to get as much information as you can. Otherwise, and I'm not saying Reggie would do anything, but uh, you know they might. People can hide things and change things, and you know, especially once they know you're snooping around. Mm. We want to avoid that as much as possible. Sure, sure. What do you need at the records? Well, not sure, honestly, Sheriff. Uh, one one of the uh, I feel like you could learn more just talking to an alderman. I mean, well, of course, uh, and, but records go beyond memory. Well, that's true. And and, and I, I say we don't know what we're looking for, Sheriff, and that's true. But we don't know what we'd find. Maybe maybe something something in the records, something completely mundane and completely you know innocent, can maybe. An old newspaper clipping, old newspaper or clipping or something, or, or you know, yeah. something happened this year. All right, now and he starts getting up. If you can get us in with the alderman a day early, I'm not going to complain about that. But I'm not going to push that on you. I know they're busy. Yeah. yeah he grabs his hand. He's like, All right, let's go over and I'll see what I can do. Sheriff, we appreciate it. Mm, not a problem. So you guys step into the city hall once again, or town hall. And uh, it's much colder this time. Much colder than the 30 minutes ago that we were there? Yeah, feels like they cranked up like the AC or something. I, I look at Teal, just kind of kind of give that like chillier. Yeah. Share. Kind of walks. It's like, Reggie. Reggie comes out of the bathroom with a plunger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Oakley. <laughs> I mean, Sheriff. Uh, what's going on? Uh, go ahead and just give these boys the, uh, access they need in here. Uh, are you sure? The mayor said not to let anyone in. That's fine. I'll deal with him later. Okay. Sure. I'll let... Sure. Uh, the, he looks... The intern looks at you guys like, go ahead and just go where you like, but t- 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 try not to disturb the alderman, please. They're uh, as we very said, busy. we're not here to mess with anybody. We already made an appointment for tomorrow, right? You have that... Okay. You have that sheet, right? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. All right. Yep. Thank you, son. He runs back to the bathroom with his plunger. Thank you so much, Sheriff. Thank you, Sheriff. Mm. Um, You're welcome to stay with us if you wish. Um, Oh, yeah. I'll follow you around. I don't have much else to do right now. Okay. Now, if you're wanting to speak to an alderman, I bet I could go up there and get one of them for you. We don't want to disrespect the alderman and Reggie like that. As much as we'd love to, we already made the appointment. He seems... 
very keen on us not bugging him. There's a difference between looking in the library, essentially, and messing with people in the work. You guys hear a sounds like a door opening upstairs and then squeaking like someone walking. I did want to take a look around upstairs, though. Is there, is there a place we need to avoid if the aldermen are up there? There's a boardroom. Um, what is it? He looks up. He kind of looks up at the balcony above, and he's like, oh, I think it's like A3. Uh, big old boardroom, two doors in. They work in there, keep the whole place a mess of papers. So uh, just try not to disturb them, please. <sighs> if you need to talk to one, just come let me know. We, we have an appointment, Sheriff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we As I said, we don't want to disturb anybody if we don't need to. Uh, let's go ahead and start poking upstairs a bit, and then we'll go down to the records. Or if you want to go down to the records while I poke upstairs, I don't... Uh, I tell you what, and, and uh, do we still hear the squeaking and stuff upstairs? Um, it sounded like another door opened and closed. I I, I, I glance at Teal and it's like kind of, kind of that... Uh, there's not. I can't think of a good like. Like I can't think of a good excuse to go up there, <laughs> other than we're gonna bother somebody. So I was like, uh, maybe we should start in records down below, and and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to the uh, the alderman uh, tomorrow. All right. I can't imagine there's much upstairs that we would be able to find. So you guys head back to the records room. Yep. As you guys head back there, there's like. These, they're two heavy wooden doors to lead in there. Uh, as you guys are heading there and walking through the hall, can I get power checks from both of you? Uh, no, feels, I don't like that. Those roll against your power times five. 72 at for 60%. Uh, 51 under 70. Teal, you feel like you are being watched. Not like the sheriff or someone, but like something is watching you. Do I get a sense? Is it just like that feeling like or outside and it's dark and you don't know what's around you kind of watch? Or, yeah, like it okay. feels like almost like every direction kind of a watch of like I you have no sense. Chill down the spine. Mm-hmm. You have no sense for a direction of like a watch. I'm going to watch. Like look for like cameras and stuff and see if that's like might be what I'm picking up on or There's probably like an occasional camera, but there aren't a lot. Okay. They just seem to be doing their normal back and forth. So as you guys head into the records room, mm-hmm. it is like pitch black in there. There a light switch? Oh, um, I think further in, yeah. Presumably you know this a little better than we do, Sheriff. Would you mind? Oh, sure. I don't want to stumble and knock something over. Uh, it's fine. It's pretty open here. And he starts heading in. He's like, come on in. You guys step in. The door closes very heavily. And spent. What? Gray. What? You are standing, or maybe floating, in nothingness. Just a black void. The silence is broken only by the sound of a keyboard typing. A vibrant lavender color shines over a desk to your right as you move toward it, or maybe it moves towards you. There's a man at the desk. He's hunched over. His glasses are an opaque white. The color over him blinks blue, then back to the lavender. Then the man begins to type faster. As he's typing, the black void begins to be filled by green letters and numbers. 
they fill all around you. It takes you a moment to recognize this as a type of coating that you're not very familiar with, but you're looking at it a bit more, and it does seem a bit familiar. Something you've seen once before. As you continue to get closer, you recognize the man behind the desk as your former boss. Some of the coating starts to shake and shimmer and starts to stretch out like a ghost reaching its hands onto your boss's shoulders making a vague humanoid shape that seems to be whispering. Your boss looks at you and stands. The lights around you begin flashing a multitude of colors. Blue, lavender, green, white, yellow. It changes across all known spectrums and unknown spectrums. Colors you can see, but you have never known before. He looks at you and says, Listen to them. He motions to the colors. You don't have much time. You need to go. You can't save everyone. You can't save me. The program will kill you. Just like it killed me. And he kind of turns and starts walking towards the coating. And it all begins to kind of mold around him in the shape of a triangle that he walks through. And then all the coating begins collapsing, and you start hearing a rumbling, which turns into a buzzing, growing louder and louder and louder, and then the light turns on. And you realize your hands are clutching your ears, and as you pull them back from your ears, you see blood. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for tuning into our program. If you haven't already, we encourage you to check out our weekly show, The Written and the Lost, a Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. We'd also like to take this time to thank Arc Dream Publishing for the system and setting of Delta Green, and to John Scott Tynes and everyone else who worked diligently to give us this edition of Operation Convergence. Information on music used is found in the description. Thank you, and have an atomic time.